Hi, I'm Don Armand, and you're listening to the Tribe Talking Podcast. Uh, welcome back to Tribe Talking for our final pod of the year. We're not going to be doing one next week. Um, it's the bye week. Extra Chiefs have got the week off, and it's also Boxing Day. You're not going to be listening. We aren't going to be recording, so we're just going to bypass it. Um, bit of a sour one to end on. We're not going to be too downbeat. Um I mean, apparently we lost last night, but I don't remember seeing much of the game um, at all. How about you, Mooney? I mean, fucking hell. As far as TV goes, it wasn't a spectacle, was it? Uh, ge- genuinely, I I hadn't, I hadn't didn't have on the TV and I saw in a WhatsApp group people saying, is this game going to be on? You can't see, fuck all. And I turned it on and I just thought, this is actually ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, but also, <laughs> something that frustrated me more is the TV directors didn't, weren't clued up enough to realise they should have been a bit smarter with the camera angles because mm. the camera angles that were from behind the posts, actually you could see a half decent amount, but the ones that yeah. were like cross field, anything on the far side, no idea, not, not a clue what was going on. So it must have, it must have been hell on commentary. Right. Like, it must have been absolutely, like if there was a line out on that far corner, yeah. it must have been there going, uh, I think it's come down on Glasgow's side. Don't know. And yeah, it was that was fucking appalling. I mean, from what they were saying, the pitch side, it was wasn't too bad. But obviously playing the lads got, got around, but fuck it. It was a it was a bizarre um weather situation just to a, a frankly baffling performance. We're not gonna just so you all know, we're not gonna go in heavily on this one tonight because I don't wanna leave everybody Christmases wrecked by us being mopey about how we were so poor last night. But um, I, I think I think now if we look at our um, progress through since doing the podcast, we, we, you know, we started the podcast off the back of like quite a good few years of rugby. And, and obviously we're in a different place this season. Yeah. First, very much. So. Losses, we were pretty like, Oh fuck's sake. Whereas, whereas now we're just like, Oh, you know, it's, we are erratic this season. That's, um, yeah. that much is obvious, but um, it's, you know, it's just becoming easier to take, I guess. Uh, yeah, horrible place what, to be at. But what frustrated me last night, and what I will, and I'll get this out of the way, just so we don't labour the point, um, was watching the the handling errors, like the amount of times a guy would go flying into contact and forget the ball or knock yeah. it on. That was what we were doing in the first couple of games of the season. And I know, and I remember saying to you, um, I think it was just after the Saints one. It's like you can forgive the, the newer sort of new lads in the squad who they want to make an impact, they want to show off what they can do. You can forgive them being a bit overexcited, but when it's Dickie or Johnny Hill, um, you know, it's quite unexpected. And they go, oh, shit, that was like one of our best squads we've put out this year. And they, they just did, they weren't clicking. And it makes me wonder what's going on behind the scenes a little bit. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Just, are they, are they, is, is all this negative press that's been around and all this chat about fucking players leaving and we're going to come on to that again in a little while. Is it starting to just, just wind everybody down a little bit and they just want to get to next week and have that break and just try and reset, you know? Well, um, I think the actual elephant in the room is um, the legend killer getting dropped. Because, <laughs> you know, he, he ends Vincent Cox's career yeah, ruins the Montpellier bin juice, gets dropped, and we lose. Read into it whatever you want, mate. But you know, well, if you want a uh, bit of um scrum, you know, stability, get the legend killer in there. 
That's all I say. Well, talking of scrum stability, um, or sideways into how <laughs> we were in dynamics. Yeah. Yeah. stability can't go together with exit chiefs and scrummaging at the moment can it I mean mm. we were chatting up Sam Nixon really hard last week yeah. and then he's had a mate now what a well, little bit of um, mitigation ref had a fucking howler at scrum time yesterday and he's one of those refs that when he gets an opinion on how a team is scrummaging unless you completely lock your scrum out and have a 100% perfect next engagement he's going to be looking at you again and again and again and again and again. And I think that's where Sam found himself. He found himself in that penalty spiral. You know, he wasn't yeah. necessarily the one doing anything wrong, but he was the one getting pinged. Um, yeah. And it's a bit, and it's quite often a 50, 50 at scrubs anyway, exactly, for yeah. anyone but a prop. Um, then you factor in the fact that, you know, it was, they were literally playing it in the mist. Yep. You know, and well, Andrew Brace, I'm pretty sure I did him, Pretty badly before. Isn't um, he the one that got like kicked out of French rugby? Yeah, he he refed a game really like I think it was a, I think it was a Six Nations game, and then they were like, "Fuck, don't have," you know, they were mad. But we're getting a, we are getting a bit of shit actually from uh, people saying we're moaning about refs. Yeah, uh, coming up. No, the, yeah, that, we have exactly, our system. Was exactly why we created the tiering system, so we had a mitigation system to tear the refs so we're just using their own rules against them it's fine yeah, well, precisely um, you know happy to have any ref come on and um, come at us whatever but we tell, just, us, we tell us what we're doing wrong exactly and and another thing this is Exit Chiefs podcast you know we couldn't give a fuck if they were, we want a biased ref if anything yeah, yeah. we want to so, constantly be on our side get yeah. our cop down exit a girl Constantly giving us the right fucking rub of the green. Yeah. I want. I, I'd like to. I'd like to feel how Welsh rugby fans have felt the last year and have every single borderline pissing decision go for them. <laughs> red, yeah. red, like random red cards, get them off. Blatant knock on, uh, give the try. Yeah, fine. I'd. I'd be quite happy with that. Absolutely quite happy. But um, unfortunately, Mate, you, say, that's not, that's not you, you say that with a certain element, of, a certain element of humour and a lot of element of truth in it. We've, we've constantly. The 50-50s have very rarely gone our way in the last couple of years. Mm. And it just it just starts to add up. Then you're going, oh, everyone fucking hates us. Everyone used to like us. Now everyone fucking hates us. But um, Scrum, back to Scrum. Because uh, we, as you all know, we do our little Q&A session at the end normally. And last week was out of control because I don't know what happened to you lot. But you all went fucking mad and asked us a million questions. Uh, but Colin put a good point up about not having a dedicated Scrum coach. Now, I did a bit of research today and in an attempt to get back from what the fuck happened to me last week and try and sound like I actually know what I'm talking about, we are one of four teams in the Gallagher Premiership who does not have a dedicated scrum coach. The other teams are London Irish, Newcastle Falcons and Sale. We've all got forwards coaches and defence coaches, whereas teams like Bristol, Surrey, Saints, etc. have got forwards, defences and a dedicated scrum coach. Now, Steno is our kicking coach. Now, I've never understood that one. I've never understood why you need a kicking coach, but never mind. Uh, do you know the fun... Do, uh, was it... Sorry, was it Racing 92 when Dan Carter was there? Ronan yeah. Garland was his kicking coach. I know. The man... Can you imagine, can you imagine that? A, a man who literally couldn't hold his kicking tee. <laughs> Dan <laughs> Carter. You know, Dan Carter is the, probably, arguably, one of the greatest kickers of all time. He's a 
up yeah. there with Wilkinson and Jenkins. And then yeah. <laughs> Roland Gara both fluffed the Lions tour walking out. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, that's giving Steno a job. So well, I'm fine with it. But it does start to beg the question. I mean, right, Harry Williams is out now with an injury, but Harry Williams is necessarily a great scrummager. We're, we we're, know- we're suffering at tight head, aren't we? Suffering. Sorry, do, what we you know long, do we know how long Williams is out for? I haven't seen any details oh, on length. Yeah. Exeter Chiefs sky injured, so just pick a number. Yeah. Because <laughs> it could yeah, be it could be six days, tell you, it could they? be six weeks. Yeah, yeah, they just don't they just don't tell us. Um I mean I've got the article here. Williams undergoes surgery on elbow. Nothing. Just nothing. Like no. tight ship. Which is which is good. I mean, look at last week when we had everyone the Sarri's game when everyone came um, flooding back. You know, we were expecting it, and it was wonderful. But it's all it's all um, it's it's mind games from Baxter, isn't it? All this, Massively. yeah, of course, of course it is. So, mm-hmm. so Harry Williams is out. That leaves us with Josh Yoss for Scott, Sam Nixon, um, Kenny, and some of the academy lads like Shickling. Is it, is it Shickling or Shinkling? Yeah, Kenny's the other side though. Yeah. Sh- 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 oh no, yeah, he's yeah, he's a loose head, isn't he? Street. So, Marcus Street. Yeah, what's Marcus? He's is he long term injured now? Isn't yeah, long term injury. And I, I think he was our like next big hope, to be fair, because he was playing more and more um, oh, yeah. last season. So I, I, I was under the impression that we were kind of like putting our eggs in his basket a bit. Yeah. Obviously with <laughs> Nixon, he's you know, he was he's playing in the French what was it Pro de Deux? Or was yeah, he in the uh, wherever Bayou is it Bayou he played at? Oh, they, uh, they're 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 up and down, aren't they? Um, yeah, they're like they're like London Irish back in yeah, like no. five years ago. They were just like the elevator team, weren't they? Um, yeah. I'll see if I can find out where they are at the moment. But it, it, it doesn't matter, does it? But he's but he's been beaten up by French scrums, and that is yeah. as we spoke about last week. That's a that's an education in itself. None of none of these tight heads we've got or have brought in are bad rugby players. No. But they're just not. It's just not functioning right. I mean, what, what happened, had, what's going to happen to us when Ben Moon retires? Yeah, well, we He's had one last, good prop. <laughs> yeah, but we had last. We we had issues last year in the scrum. We had we. I think Hepburn and Williams were like the top penalty. <laughs> they, they were yeah. top of the penalty count, weren't they? In the Definitely, in the entire yeah. league, absolute penalty magnets that pair, weren't they? They were, te- they were yeah. They were second and first and second. Williams first, um, in the entire season for penalties, and most of them but, were scrum yeah. penalty. But they're not. Like you said, these guys are not these guys are good rugby players. So, is it now a time that maybe we because it, to get a scrum coach in? Because also, with with the exception of Steno, have we added anyone to the coaching staff really over the last not few that. years? I, I, not anyone not I can think of. Not that I can think of. And not I can think Ste- of at all. Yeah, and and Steenson was really what was that? He was just stepping sidewards more than anything, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he was probably he was probably already doing a coaching element. Before he became an official coach, as as a lot of clubs do with with legacy players, don't they? they start to get them to take sessions and stuff before they they take the job on. But yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't. I'm sorry to do it again, but Scottish rugby is a something I is my always my safety blanket that I go to. But we brought a Scott, we, we brought a proper scrum coach in, and fuck me, the scrum got better. If you've got someone who's dedicated, and also it would help with uh, right, mate. You also brought in loads of South African props. This brings me on to my next point quite nicely. Thank you, Bruce. You've got someone who's looking out there going, you've got someone who knows the job looking, well, he's good. Let's yeah. get him in. Yeah. And, you know, 
yeah, so it could be a South African. And as I said to you privately earlier, we tried it with the Australians. It didn't work. We tried it with the Kiwis. It worked a little bit. Yeah. South Africa was working. I'm not I'm not going to break the system. It's fine. Besides, they're all going to fuck off back to South Africa in a month anyway because they can now. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but you bring in someone who knows the job and they're going to look for the best talent to do the job, right? So if I if I think of a scrum coach, though, I, or I'm literally just thinking about a prop. Yeah, but it's going to be. It's got to be. A, well, look at Harlequins and Adam Jones. It's going to be a prop. Oh yeah. They they prop props do all props do all the work. Hookers hang on, and yeah. everyone else is there just to keep the props stable. That's li- that's put, literally yeah. what a scrum is. It's that's literally all it is. The two big guys, one and three, are doing all the fucking heavy lifting. The second rows keep them tight, and the uh, flankers stop them from falling over. And eights get all the glory at the back from getting the ball. Yeah. So yeah, you. you who knows? Maybe it's going to be Ben Moon's next step. Maybe he's when he finally hangs his boots up. Maybe he's going to go into scrum coaching. So he's only think, thirty-two, mate. He's only thirty-two. It's prime. I know. It's prime. But, but yeah, it's like, but yeah, yeah. Three years time, four years time, yeah. maybe. But yeah. it's, I think it's a conversation that has to be had because we're getting torn up. Yeah, a lot, um, and it's and it's affecting. Players like Sam Simmons who want to burst off the back of the back of the scrum. I mean, that, that scrum we put in against Bath under the sticks, that was brilliant. But yeah, you can, you can count the good scrums on one hand. We had a good, we had, we had a fairly solid scrum against Saris. This is why this, I think, this is why this um, result was so frustrating because it, we, you know, we weren't. Everything was going the right way, wasn't it? Everything we was setting the world on fire. But think things were just, just felt like things were turning. And then look, also, you know. We haven't won up in Glasgow before, and we play them every bloody year. No, that's true. It's, it's, uh, last time was what was it thirty-one all, wasn't it? It was that mental game. Hoggy yeah. hit the crossbar. That was the last time. Yeah. So it, you know, they're no, they're no slouches. It, it's, no. it's just the the game was just such a mess. I think their back row did a number on ours. To be honest, they yeah, were no, agreed. like really, really physical, and they just kept the ball better. You keep the yeah. ball. That's what that was our bread and butter before. Keep the ball. Go through the phases. Win your penalties. We would kick to the corner before, but no, no, no. Well, it's a bit of a flip of a coin, isn't it? Mm. It, well, it depends where whereabouts on the field it is, isn't it? If it's within range, chances are it's going to go for the posts now. Mm. Um, yeah. I, mean, I thought that that uh, Toya Paluto or whatever his name is, they're thirteen. Yeah, fuck me, good. I mean, yeah, he's been capped by Scotland, so I get to try and pronounce that more and more. He's been capped by Scotland. His grandmother was born in Greenock. Don't ask me how that happened, but that's what happened. I'm guessing that's that screams of grandfather was in the Scottish infantry. I was just you know about I mean? to say. I was yeah. just about to say like a lot or of navy um, or something. Well, like Tuima, his his dad's navy, isn't he? Yeah. Um, and the Matavases, the Cornish lads, they're uh, the Cornish regions. Yeah. I'm sure they're at this all military, isn't it? So yeah, well, Matavases, um, he's Royal Navy, still lot still, of- still serving, but. Don't really see him do it much. Let's be honest. Yeah, I right. Always wondered how this works. Um, it's like, how can you be serving military and play professional rugby? I don't. I don't get it. I, I think it was explained to me one time, and forgive me if I've got this wrong, but I'm sure they basically get transferred to in in inverted commas full time reservists. Right. Okay. So they're still. So they're still. They're still members of the armed forces, but they're not really anymore. And they get seconded out, and like they do with my mate Samisa, they just they just reel them out as a PR exercise for Army mm. Navy. 
um, hey, look what you could do if you join up, guys. You could be an England international, you could be a Scotland international, whatever. And then you get disenfranchised idiots like myself playing at uh, base rugby and get the shit kicked out of me by a load of Fijians from the army week yeah. in, week out. Um, wow. <laughs> never yeah. go anywhere. So, but yeah, so oh, it, I was looking through the pictures last night, mate, and I'm just there wondering what just with the players we had available. The, it was the, la- the lack of determination and drive. Just so, mm. well, right. Uh, maybe all these rumours of Johnny Hill going to Sale, Sam Skinner going to Edinburgh, um, Johnny Gray's contracts up, Morn's contracts up. All the you know all these different rumours. It's got to it's got to hang over you. It's got to have an effect. See, mate, I'm glad you said that because I was going to try and bring this point up, but I wasn't sure if you were going to get on board with it. <laughs> so, but yeah, you've got so you've got the dressing room is not a harmonious place at the moment. That's obvious. Yeah, but 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 yeah, if you think about it, right? So we, we spoke about the cap last week going from mm. um, seven to six point four to five in two years, right? So we've had to go down to six point four, but that included the seventy five percent pay yep. dedu- deduction they all effectively took. And then now they now we are re we're redoing the um, contracts because we have to get under five million plus one uh, marquee player or two depending on when their contracts are. Mm. So you've, it's an, it's a million and a half quid you've got to take off the cap. It's lo- so much. Well, it's more than that actually. It's more like if it's more like two million more. So yeah, if you're if you're Johnny Hill for example, because that's the big rumor. Well, I'm a, I'm a British Lion. I'm an England starter. Yeah. He, and he's, what, 27? So this is peak yep. years now for him, right? Massively, yeah. Uh, so his agent will be like, yeah, get, yeah, fucking get, you know, get as much as you can. But uh, Baxter said that the players have got unrealistic wage demands in this, in, from, from the new cap. So, in, in, you know, <laughs> yeah, well, where's, see, the, you... where's the pinch on the wages? Is it the top end players? Is it the bottom end, or is it the middle guys? And that's yeah. Now and... you, but you, you were quite right. You know, I've this last week I've been on a bit of a bit of a soul searching mission regarding this whole salary cap thing. Because I'm not gonna lie, it's, it's, I was looking at it last week and the week before with a certain rose tinted spectacle mentality of you know. Yeah, we always go on about the culture of Chiefs, don't we, and how what a harmonious place it is. And, and, and you know, I've seen it in interviews with players who've come in. They've always said what a wonderful place it is to be. Now, suddenly, we're looking at players wanting to jump ship, and then the question. So you've got the question of, well, if it's such a great place to be, why do they want to leave? So it's not. We know it's not the club. So why are they just chasing money? And but you're absolutely you're, you're absolutely right. They've got a finite amount of time in this at this level. They've got to look after themselves because once you're 35 years old, everything's broken. You've been playing yeah. rugby since you were 16, so you haven't really got much else going on. Or you haven't invested in anything, should I say. You're not necessarily saying these guys are stupid and can't do anything. They just haven't tried anything else because rugby's been life well, for the last well, 15, I mean, 20 years. Play, players do have things on the side, but you, you, you know, it's probably other people doing the majority of the running. Exactly. When they've got to go and physically do it themselves, it's like, fuck, this is a bit weird. This is a bit different. No one's shouting at me if I can hit a bag. What do I do? Yeah. Yeah. So, but, so you found out, didn't you, that the the marquee thing doesn't count if you're going premiership to premiership? No. So, 
why would a premiership club want to pay big bucks for you know a Johnny a Johnny Hill when you've got guys we, everyone's got to tighten their like um, tighten the belts now everyone has yeah so why are clubs not thinking let's go let's spunk our money on a big name well well I think and then invest in within invest from within do you know what I mean? Well, get, get get those academy cap um, credits. Get this yeah. uh, build up. Of, you know, do you see what do you see? What I'm trying to say? Well, no, I know what you mean, but I've, I think with regards to the Johnny Hill to sale, you need you you need at least one top end lock, and they're basically losing mm-hmm. all of the South Africans. Yeah, I didn't realize they were getting they were losing yeah. that many. Well, I read because, about it today. I, I thought it was just other, like big ones. Yeah, but the other side of it is you have to this new ruling coming in where you have to have more English qualified players. Yeah. So. And that's where Sale are in the shit. So they'll look at their squad and be like, "We need, we need a good lock." And and every mm-hmm. squad's balanced differently, isn't it? So mm. we, we we don't know enough. Of, I don't know enough about Sale to know where their real issues are with, with regards to their squad. So Alex Anderson, mm-hmm. but I need I need a good lock. Who's on the market? Who fits the bill? You know, the <laughs> yellow agents, cards. Yellow cards the, would be my first problem for Sale. Yeah, the the, <laughs> the agents will be offering these players around to everyone, oh, yeah. and. The players would be stupid if they didn't listen to them, because it's all of this. You, you can talk about culture all you want. You can talk about, but you have to pay the going rate for the players. Well, yeah, that's it. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. God, sorry, mate. Didn't the, the other issue is what is the going rate now? There you go. That was what I was going to say. What is yeah. the going rate for? A, so, if you look at so the break, there's a breakdown, isn't there, of um, highest paid players per country, depending yeah. on positions. France is hookers. Here is, I think, nines and tens, but nowhere is it is it locks. Weird. Or back, it's yeah, it's it's. Um, hang on, let me see if I can find it now. Um, I don't. I it, just, all depends, it all depends on the um, the ethos of that particular country or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, I would have thought um, France would have been nines. Yeah, I thought that. I that's why I was surprised when I saw. I mean, I don't know this this article I looked at could have been a couple of years old. Yeah, but okay. It, they sort of had them. They had sort of them. There was uh, three columns, and it had the comparison. Um, but, like, but, yeah, but New sorry, Zealand, just, you'd expect to be back rows. Yeah, but just going yeah. back, just going back to my point is like if if you're a player and you're going into contract negotiations, you'll just be like, pay someone else less. I'm a British line. Ah, hang on. I am going to suck back on what I just said. There's the updated version. For, it was, oh. This is based on last year, and this changes the entire conversation. Top yeah. fourteen is wingers, but the well, what was the Guinness Pro fourteen and the and Prem Rugby locks highest paid okay. uh, ahead yeah, of tens. So that's that's changed in a couple of years, but yeah, yeah. But so, that's, don't forget, mate. That'll probably be done on an average, and Itoje will be on like a million or something. Yeah, there, there you go. You have got Mario Itoje, who's yeah. I think the highest paid player in the country isn't he yeah and he's he's starting for England alongside Johnny Hill he's like how much do you get paid a year <laughs> you fucking what yeah <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. So, like, but yeah it's um, yeah so th- this comes to the other rumour the, one of the other ones who's in in the frame is Stuart Hogg now since we spoke last week we've all we've, we've, this is basically all we've been doing all week is we've been digging around trying to find out what we can find out now the big chat now is Hogg's going to Racing if you're going to turn around and look someone in the eye and say, well, I'm moving for my family, for my family, I'm moving to Paris, I'm going to call you full of shit. 
Do you know what I mean? You're not moving to Paris for your mates, for your family. You're moving to Paris for money. If that's the case, just say it. Yeah, but uh, mate, isn't that the same thing? Well, the argument is the argument we've heard, isn't it, that they want to move back? They, the original move was going to be back to Scotland because they wanted to move back for family reasons. Oh, God. Exactly. No, uh, I'm sorry. But, why'd you go to Why'd you go to work? Earn as much money as possible to support your family. So, yeah, uh, sure. I, th- I think as fans, we can be a bit delusional about loyalty yeah, to clubs definitely. and stuff like that. Oh, well, I, um, I have been, and now I'm looking at it through a different, a different yeah, angle. You, you, you've been living in a fucking dream world these last few weeks, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> um, because a lot of the rumors you've heard, you haven't liked, and you've been <laughs> really. It's been quite amusing to um, watch you just accept it slower than everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> but one of us has to be the optimist in this fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> But if you look, every every club now is going to be going through this. They yeah. are, and they, and like you say, the, the other clubs will be like, right, what do we need? What can we do? This is what we need. You know, we've we've been running at the cap for the last few years. We won the double, fuck's sake. You know it, that. Also, that came at the right time. In our, because yeah. I think we all accepted that we won that earlier than we were thinking. Yeah, that we, we would, and that, and now we've, we've got no chance now with the new cap. I'd be amazed if any English team gets anywhere near it. So it's going to be a while, isn't it? It's yeah. going to be a while. There's going to, there'll be some freak results because there always are, but not 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 cup victories. It'll be let it'll be Leinster and or Racing Toulouse now. Yeah, for the next few years, I would say, unless someone pulls it out of their ass this year. But I can't, I can't, I can't really, I can't really see that. But so that's where we are now. Um, clubs are going to have to invest in their youngsters, blood a load of youngsters. And like we said last week, if you, if you're looking at your squad, you want a, you want a, like a Courtney Laws, you know, it's OJ. They play, they play back row and second yeah. row. Jans Kirsten. Yeah. My best mate. The, the immortal, the immortal Don Armand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who suddenly seems to have got better as he's got a bit uh, older. It's because he's a class act, mate. He's an absolute he's class act. He started gaming. That's what it is. He started, so, now he's, so he's, those, um, those players are, are now worth their weight in gold. Yeah, massively. And a, and a bloody good tight head. Yeah, or a scrum coach to teach the decent tight heads we've already got how to fucking scrum. But do you know who should get in? Um, what's that guy that played for South Africa? The Beast. Oh, he's, he was, yeah. He was, oh, what's his fucking name? The Beast. Oh, ten, he, oh, ten yeah, Matam, I can't pronounce his name. Matamwera. He um he's actually from Zimbabwe, right? So he'd fit in quite well because oh, yeah. we're right. like we are like the Zimbabwe national team as well, aren't we? So um, <laughs> hey, comes so to Don yeah, Armand, yeah. Dave viewers, uh, Kai Horseman in the back room. He'd fit. He'd be. He'd be a great addition. Could you imagine? Legit prop, lovely bloke. Yeah, get him in. Only thirty six. Well, bring bring him back in. Yeah, bring him back in. Playing. Fuck that. Do you know who else I'd get in? I've said this all along. If I could get in a lineout coach, I'd get Parling in tomorrow. Defo. Yeah, because completely the Parling years, years, our lineout was absolutely untouchable. He was great. He really was. He really was. He was another Johnny Johnny Gray style. Just went about his business. No, he didn't make a big show of it, but he was the fucking boss. But he was a proper lineout operator. And, yeah. he also, and he also lamped Slady. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're going back now. Jesus. Yeah. But, right. Uh, yeah, but moving on. Right. Just get away from all this crap. 
it, the, the game, we couldn't, there's no point even rewatching it because couldn't see anything. Um, we think maybe the all these negotiations, etc., maybe having an effect back, uh, back a house. But again, every club will be going through that. So, we'll oh, just... oh, one other thing we've got to talk about actually, very yeah. briefly, Glasgow. And I hate to say this because that is my hometown. That's where I was born. I know it doesn't sound it. I grew up in England, went back and lived in Scotland for a while. They're on the fucking list. They're in there with wasps now. We, oh fucking yeah, gobbing off about the fucking. Don't, you can't do the tomahawk chop, and they're making a massive statement about it. I was just like, fuck, fuck off. We've already said, the club's already said they're looking into it and they're not going to rush the decision. They're going to do it right. The correct answer, shut up. I'm Mate. sorry. Yeah, but this oh. it's, it's, it's like point scoring by the CEOs now. Yeah. Um, so, in Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the world we live in. Enjoy the decline. <laughs> the decline. I think we're fucking there, aren't we? It's okay. Um, lockdown. Lockdown next week, everybody. Should cheer us up. But. But there is a but. Whenever we're down and depressed, and the, the men's team have done an absolute shit job of it, the, the women's team comes through and absolutely murks someone. <laughs> Fucking hell. If I was playing for Durham, the Durham Sharks, I would not have had a nice day yesterday. 88 nil. Makes it achieve women's run out. So Durham Sharks are gash, aren't they? They are. Now, yeah. I'm currently looking at a picture of um, on the Wakes and Chiefs website, DMP Sharks, nil, Chiefs 88, and you're looking, there's three There's three Chiefs lassies, uh, Delgado's go, is on a break, and she's got two props popping in to try and attempt to tackle her. She's going to break the tackle, and I can tell that from a still shot, yeah. because the Chiefs girls clearly have a strength and conditioning coach, and Durham don't. Yeah, they are I, not in the best shape, these lassies. I think pace and fitness has just taken over because our clubs, our teams at the next level. It's because they but our, our, the ladies probably have access to better coaching and better facilities. Precisely. Than, exactly. Than the, Durham, who, you know, the, are they are they linked to Newcastle? I would, to be honest, mate, I wouldn't know without looking into it. Well, I would doubt know, it. Because, like, Hartbury College, obviously, the women's team. Probably, yeah. yeah. Um, but then who like Loughborough Lightning's a lady a ladies team. Who who that, that that's just my, my thought process is uh, if they're a standalone ladies team by themselves, excellent. But yeah. are they getting the access to decent coaching, um, decent facilities like the others? Probably not. So however, no, that's not no, our fucking problem. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not so, at all. But that, that goes back to what we previously said about the women's game growing. Um, eventually, one would expect them to get up there um, to catch up, or to, mm. to make the gap smaller. So I'm fighting, well, I'm fighting a freaking burp here, and I don't want to try and I don't want to send it out because it's going to be a big one. Um, um, mate, I'll <laughs> tell you what. One thing about the um, the women's um, league, it's actually developing all the other countries as well. Yes, it is because they've yeah, actually got a, league, a, a decent league that the girls from all around the world could come and play in. And because I, I know the Chiefs got a bit of stick. Forget having a lot of international players in, but you know, on the flip side, is you're actually growing the game internationally. Well, we said this a few pods about, yeah, didn't we? how better to do it to hit the accelerator, yeah, to get the game to get the game grown quickly and to a good yeah. standard, um, without sacrificing the, the. I hate to sound nostalgic and romantic here, but the purity of the game, that sort of thing. You've got the best yeah. players teaching the young the young girls coming through how to yeah. perform, and when these 
they go off to do whatever it is they do next. We've got the next the next generation coming through. Yeah. Um, which is and but it's happening faster than the men's game. Yeah. Because they haven't got to try and break into size. But they're already there, ready to go. Yeah. Um, um, but, yeah. Do you know actually one thing I would say, Ebony Jeffrey scored four. Yeah. Now, if she had scored another one, she'd have been taken off, right? But you'd think so, wouldn't you? Because it's like, right, score a hat trick right now, you know, try and give the ball to someone else. Unless it already emptied the bench by that point. Yeah, maybe. But, you know, it's just a bit bit too much showing off there, I think. I was reading, I'm just reading through here trying to see. It doesn't actually... No, she wasn't, she wasn't benched. No, no, no. I mean, like, oh. I'm wondering if everyone had come off the bench before she scored her fourth. Do you oh, know what right. I mean? Um, but even so... You know, but you know what I mean? When you're absolutely flogging a team and there's just yeah. that one player that's just like, fucking out of field there. And then you like, I just remember when you're playing younger and like your coach would be like, right, stop it now. Pass the ball to someone else. You you know, you're selfing it basically. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the All Blacks in the 90s mantra, don't care who you pass it to as long as it's Jonah. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah well, yeah. I mean, from looking looking through, um, yeah, I mean, a back row scoring four tries. In any, in any game is fantastic, but you can, but to cross the whitewash 14 times. Yeah, that's well, they, they, there's the trouble is it's great to see that result, but no one's learned anything from that game. And that's really? the next part, isn't it? It's not a close yeah. attritional battle, is it? They won it by it was 45 nil at half time. Yeah, the game was the game was won. They could have they could have taken two goals off and still won the game. Well, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so, but hey, Talking. but the point. The important thing is, they won, and they did a great, they did a sterling job, and they've been flying the colours for Exit Chiefs far better than the fucking men's team this year. Um, so yeah, um, so you know we were saying how, um, like obviously, the next couple of seasons is going to, the you know, it's going to absolutely well look, it could completely ruin the English team because all the all of the top level players, if they're not going to get paid well, they could they could make a decision based and leave England to play abroad. Because they're just not going to get the money they want. Yeah, that's so, going to be one of two things, isn't it? That's either going to be a do as you suggest and butcher England. Yeah. Or b it's going to force the RFU to drop the Fortress England mantra and allow players playing abroad yeah, that's, that's to play for five. It's not. That's it's two back-to-back loss. You know, fifth place finishes in the Six Nations, Mike. You know, if it, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but you know, it's just let's just say. Mark Smith goes, fuck this, I'm off. Dave, that is not going to (laughs) happen. Fucking give that a rest for a start. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I can't even even talk metaphorically with you. People in glass houses should not throw stones. Hey, we've finished sixth more times than we've finished fifth, so (laughs) I'm fully allowed to throw what I like because chances are it's going to bounce back off and hit a Scotland fan. Um, But yeah, yeah, let's let's just say Marcus Smith fucks off. Let's just say um, Slady fucks off and goes and plays in France or Japan. Yeah, at what point is it the RFU going to turn and go, shit, we've lost all our stars here and our international side is looking shaky. I think players are probably going to go earlier in their careers. Yeah. Well, you would do when you get more money. You've got longer making more money. And and the England, you know, the England money is not guaranteed, is it? It's, you know, it's erratic. But, so then I, I got thinking, I was like, I started thinking about catchment areas and like, we've got quite a big catchment area really, haven't we? Of players. Oh, Chiefs, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, so you've got Cornwall, all of Devon, some of, 
Summers Dorset and Somerset, I suppose, like the, the the far extremes away from Bath and Bristol. And we and we seem to be developing the future Wales national team at the moment as well. What, what is that about? Well, I think there was like a pre-season game, like an under-18s game, and um, there was some conversations with some parents with Chiefs. Because I don't know how the catchment areas work, but it does seem a bit dodgy that we've got so many young Welsh players. There's a lot of ties. There's a lot of ties to Exeter Uni as well, isn't there? Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah. wondering if they're deliberately targeting, like, so coming up to uni age, decent club player would get into a uni team. You're sort of looking at where a uni te- a uni is going to be. It's going to be picked up by a, a large team. So you can look at your exiters, aren't you? Because yeah. it's there. Or, but or... It, it, it got me. Then it got me thinking about the catchment area of fans. Right. Um, we've got um, quite a broad spectrum of fans. True. And I, and I, was, I started thinking about it and I, I thought, I'm not going to tier the fans, but I've decided to classify different, vari- like various groups of fans that we get at Chiefs. Right, okay. Because you get random, like someone will support Chiefs for random reasons. So I wrote a little list. Fuck um, <laughs> where's wrong going to fall into in this. <laughs> yeah, you're definitely in this, mate. Um, so I started with you got the fishermen. Yeah, loads of fishermen in my community go up sure. to the game. All the little fishing communities because they play rugby as well. They're all from the coast. Then you got the farmers, loads of farmers. You can tell who the farmers are. Wax jackets, you know yep. that sort of stuff. Barber, then got, sure. Then you got the OGs. Now this is the uh, this is the county ground fans. They're like um, vegans. They'll they'll make sure you know they follow cheap <laughs> yeah. back in the county ground days. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And then you've got the the Cornish plastics. And, you should be supporting pirates, but oh. well, no, that's what I'm saying. If pirates come up, you know they'll fuck, they'll yeah. run a mile. So yeah. um, then you've got the levelers, all the people that come down from Somerset levels. I think you come in to that. Well, Dorset, but yeah, it's, it's near as makes the difference. I'll, I'll accept that. Um, you actually come into what I call renter jock. <laughs> um, me, and Fiona, because, me and Fiona are there, don't worry. <laughs> because there's, there's, there's a, a weird amount of Scottish Exit Chiefs fans, uh, which I've noticed Mate, over the last will, few weeks. You know what, so. When you finish this, I will give you the brief explanation of how I became an Exit Chiefs fan. You'll probably despise me for it, but well, you carry on. Yeah, no, you, well, you could do it on the pod, but yeah, fine. Um, so <laughs> if you're, no, I mean, um, I mean I'll, I'll say on here, I don't care. It's the end of the year, guys, guys, tell me what um, group you are in. Yeah, so there's, there's your groups. We'll tell you what, after this, we'll stick it on Facebook and we'll say, like, and tick what? your box as to where you fall. I'm not done. <laughs> <laughs> um, how many are there? There's two more I've got here, but I, I was keen to have more. Um, you've got the holiday homers now a couple of games you've been at and it's like you get it a lot in Devon and it's people who've got like a second home or something. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, they, and then, you know, they're down from London on the weekend and, and you know, they, they, they like want to like, yeah, 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 we, we love it down here. Second home. And you they just, you can tell they're like trying to like mix with the riffraff sort of thing. You get that a lot from the, the, um, yeah, the London yeah, to yeah. Devon. They're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're just plastic. We're, we're, we're immersing ourselves. We're immersing ourselves. Immersing, yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. off. Yeah, but I mean, it is ironic that 
it is ironic that they they you know come everyone they want to come down here into their second homes and on holidays but hate us for the rest of the year but whatever um and then the last one is the gobby school kids in the southwest comms in the corner fucking irritating little shits but <laughs> yeah i know i know yeah i know yeah. the kids are on yeah, anyone who's, anyone who's there, no, luckily, I've never. Ne, uh, the only time I ever sat there was in a, a Wasp semi final. Um, yeah, I think it was the first semi final we were ever in. I think it was against Wasps. Yeah, it was against Wasps. And then, um, and I managed to get tickets through the Wasps website. And lo- But luckily, there was no kids there at the time. But the amount of times I've walked past there, it's just like, oh, it's like a field a school trip, isn't it? It doesn't matter. But that's, that's my. Um, Fan classification. If there's any other groups that I've missed out, that's good. That then, I like that. Yeah. So you're a renter jock. I'm. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I'm, I'm. I'm basically the Stuart Hogg of the team. I'm going to fuck off to France as soon as we start. As soon as they start giving me some money. I also wrote, no, I also wrote gammons. Um, oh fucking hell. Um, but I think that I was love- more. That was more based on like. Uh, people who really going to die on the old branding sword. And oh, like, <laughs> I wonder who you're going to refer to as this one. Um, <laughs> um, but, you know, guys, it's going to happen. Just, just sooner we get it out of the way, the better. Oh, um, to, be honest, to be honest, I'm almost, I'm almost going to be grateful when it does happen because it's going to be quite cathartic, yeah. I think. I just want, like, where I am now is like, do the branding, announce, the, announce who's staying, who's going, and let's move on. Because we're, we're just, it's this... Being a Chiefs fan at the moment, it's like living in a. It's it's, it's like doubly worse with COVID because it's it's like we're in purgatory anyway, but it's doubled up. Yeah, no, I know <laughs> what you mean. Yeah, we're, we're getting hit from all all fucking sides at the moment. It's yeah, just... I don't. You don't know ask from our elbow. We're, we're coming or going. It's right. You oh, said I was, I was sat there, I was sat there at work the other day. We were. I think it was Tuesday, and we were just because t- Tuesdays when I start like clicking around. Looking for stuff we're going to talk about on Sunday. You know, yeah, we've, dig- we've digested what we spoke about the previous the previous pod. And I was there going right. You, you're you're you. I think you were shit posting again. I think you've just put the Father Ted one up. <laughs> um, yeah. And I was watching it and just went, "Yep." <laughs> yeah. Some of, a couple of my favourite players are probably leaving. I've been called a racist. <laughs> yeah. Everyone but fucking this- hates me. Austin Healy won't fucking shut up. Being a Chiefs fan at the moment is fucking shit. <laughs> I mean, the the, 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 the like, racist accusations are just... It, right. It's that... Yeah. Whatever, whatever the connotations are of the branding, however you read into it, you know, you, you're speaking to some fans and they're like... Uh, like, they're up, like a, they're so embarrassed to be called racist because none, none of their behaviour, is it come from a bad place? But now... Yeah, it's... someone's like, hang on a minute, you, you're... No, you're a racist, and it's like whoa, and so people are going to get their backs up. It's just it's it's going to happen, and um, it, and but it's it's just leaving people feel a bit awkward. So yeah, no, I know that, I know exactly exactly what you mean by that, and it's uh, so, yeah, it's well, I'll quick I'll quickly get this out of the way. So yeah, when I when I was so go back to me being a renter jock, I was um so when I first got um qualified as an air technician in the navy, I was stationed at Yeovil in Somerset and it was I didn't have a club I mean I support I'd gone to Glasgow Warriors a lot when I was living up in Glasgow but growing up in the southeast of England I didn't have a club there was and the only you know rugby I got to watch was on the BBC so it was either league or five nations and six nations yeah so when so after I've been to a few games I was getting more into it 
got down to England again and I was there going, I need a rugby club. And I had two options. I had Bath or I had Exeter. So I went to, I went to both a couple of times. I think the first game I went to the Chiefs was against Nottingham, I think it was. And I had a fucking great time. Loved, really good day out. I think it was the first year we were at Sandy Park. And yeah, it was or second might have been the second year, forgive me. I can't really remember my club history that well. But <laughs> I got back, I went, hang on a minute. The cost of a train ticket, an entry, and this was South Southwest Comms. Yeah. Was less than a ticket than just the entry ticket to Bath. Well, fuck Bath, I'm going to Exeter from now on. <laughs> that was that was it. That's what did it for me. And then it was the promotion season as well. So I sort of tagged on to the end of that. But I just felt I fell in love with the place. And I felt and it was shit like the Tomahawk Chop. Load of fucking 50-year-old blokes walking around in headdresses, fucking pretend they're red Indians. I was like, what the fuck is yeah. this? This place is fucking great. Yeah. And it's you know, it's good value for money. It's a great, great team. It wasn't a big fan of Steno at the time, but he fell in love with him as time went on. And yeah, it was just that's I, how, I it, how it came to be. It was quite simply uh, thanks to National Rail. It's because it was also three stops down the yard. It wasn't yeah. hard, it wasn't hard to get there. Um, I think you've um, what's his name? You've literally just based your reason on it was slightly cheaper, and that is the most Scottish reason I've yep. ever heard. Mate, but, I will die. I will die on this hill. Yeah, well, yeah. I was, oh, name? It was. Um, Oh fuck! I've got his name now. What was the prop that played for us? Ex Army, the Chris oh, Budgen. Yeah. So I met Chris Budgen at an Army Navy game, and I said I prefer cheering for you than cheering against you. To be honest, because I was shit faced, and he just played for Chiefs, and he was playing for the Army. He's like, and you can see him go, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Because <laughs> uh-huh. he, he was a big old lad, wasn't he? The less said about the Army, the better, right? Oh yeah, after today. Um, yeah, Q and A's. Right. Q and A's. Let's wrap it. Let's wrap the year up. So we've covered Colin's question about the coaching quite well. Um, Grace has asked us, our fixture secretary and uh, team sheet secretary, how shit would you feel if you travelled to Glasgow to watch? And we did talk about going up it a couple of times. Um, if well, I no, paid, you, you did, I had no intention of ever going. <laughs> Wait, we spoke about it. Um, <laughs> if I if I paid t- if I paid good money to go and watch that game yesterday. Combined with the fog, I'd be pissed. Hey, I went to the World Cup final. Oh, for fuck's sake. Were you ever going to let it go? Well, I'm just comparing a feeling shit after spending <laughs> money to go, to go watch a game. So. But at least you were in Japan. Yeah. yeah Japan is a lovely well. country. Glasgow, <laughs> and bear in mind, that's my town. It's, yeah. no, it's not. It's not nice. <laughs> that's, yeah, good point. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I'm I'm glad I'm glad we didn't make the journey. To be honest, but I hope. To be fair, going to any away match and getting beat is not fun, but especially oh, yeah. when it's, especially well, it's a long one. I've I've got I've not I've every game I've been to of Chiefs away, <laughs> with the exception of uh, finals, <laughs> we've won. <laughs> from the important one, finals yeah. don't count because they're neutral. So, they are. They are. Yeah. That's a very good point. Yeah. Um, just happens to be lo- it just happens to be a long drive home, yeah. uh, right? Should, so, Steve, should oh, sorry, Alexis, by the way, because she went up. Um, yeah. Should Johnny Hill, if he is leaving, step aside and allow? He, it's not obviously it's not up to Johnny Hill, but the question, obviously, the, per- the permutation of that question is, should Johnny Hill be dropped to allow someone else game time? Um, I don't. It's, I I see. I think this is weird. Um, paying him a lot of money he's a good player yeah. but yeah. 
in a tight arm rest of a season, do you really want to be dropping international players? Yeah, but, but look, another loss and our season's done, really. So, um, true. One thing I will say Prem to Prem transfers are sacrilege. So, I, yeah, that makes um, me. So, yes, I would. I personally would drop a player if they're going to another Prem club. If they're going abroad. I wouldn't care as much. Um, just it's hard. It's harder to take. Yeah, I, I think another another thing to bear in mind is well, Johnny Hill's going to be away now, um, just yeah. after New Year for what eight weeks, nine weeks. Yeah. So he's kind of dropped anyway. Yeah. Well, um, and if if Verma steps into his shoes, does well enough, we know what Rob Baxter's like. He'll keep him in the shirt. Yeah. Um, so it could be it, we may we may we may have seen Johnny Hill's last game. We don't nah, know. We know. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens after the Six Nations. And we, we'll the thing is, we know we know what kind of benders he can go on. So New Year's Eve, he could come back and like, <laughs> broke up, broke my leg. Sorry, yeah. lads. Fell down the stairs. Um, Gary has asked a very good question. Um, it's a very simple one. I'm not sure if this is relating to last night or just 2021 in general. Um, it just says, "What the fuck." Yeah, it's a it's a good question. I haven't got the answer for you, mate. But the last the last two years, mate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's okay. <laughs> Boris and Boris is going to do it again. Um, so we don't know, mate. We we're there with you, bro. We're there with you, right? Um, Sharon, should she be glad she missed the game because she had the grandkids around? Yes, yes, Sharon. You should be glad you missed it because not well. Actually, it wouldn't have mattered if you had been watching because you wouldn't have seen anything anyway. No, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Now, but Barry has done this again. He's done this a couple of times. Can we talk about nines yet? No. Okay, there you go. No, I'm not ready. Cool. Okay, you're not ready. You, you let us know when you are, mate, because I've got notes. <laughs> yeah. So, Sara says, should BT Sport give a refund, bearing in mind no one actually saw anything last night? I think that'd be a nice touch. For me, yeah. I'm not sure how it would work out. Yeah, I think they absolutely should. <laughs> yeah. Because you know, the BT Sport are a bunch of shit houses anyway. So I, I just say, I say cr- credit to um, to Ben, to Ben, Andy, and um, oh, what was the other Andrew Carr for, for getting through that game? <laughs> just try to compensate on that. It must well, be fucking awful. So, uh, but yeah, I think a, a, a two ninety nine refund or whatever it would work out after your monthly subscription would be beneficial because that was fucking. As you said, those camera those camera directors were fucking all over the shop. Yeah, shocking, just shocking um, behaviour from a shocking club. Ugh, yeah, just I've got a Warriors shirt upstairs. I'm gonna have to get rid of it now. Burn it. Wait, when we were talking actually, really quick sideway. Me and Mooney were talking about shit kits that we've had over the years, and uh, I've got a couple of shirts upstairs. Obviously, being a Scotland fan, with the in the same. Um, design as a Canterbury kit exit used to have way back in the day and they literally just copied and pasted everyone's fucking shirt just changed the colours it's the laziest kit designing I've ever seen with the only the exception of the, the Lions shirt <laughs> they basically just copied fucking Ireland's but yeah, yeah. so yeah this, goodbye this is, what, this is what kit manufacturers do they literally it's just copy and paste oh, yeah. uh, if, especially if you're from like if you're looking like football for example if you're a Nike kit they're all the same yeah, yeah, they're all the same, and it's like you know, be, be original, man. Do you know the job? You know the job I want more than anything on the face of the earth is designing either. Sorry to bring Formula One back into it very briefly. The Red Bull car or the All Black shirt every year, because they're getting paid a lot of money to do that. Yeah, and 
well, what's it, what's, what's it look like? Well, it's black. Why? Because it's called the All Blacks. That's brilliant. <laughs> fuck yeah. you. Thanks. Yeah. I'll just take my 400k and fuck off. Yeah. Cheers. Bye. See, I, I'd like to be airport security. Is this going to be another? No, is this going to be another questionable life to life choice you're sharing no, with us, mate? No, I just think you could just be like the pettiest person ever, couldn't you? Oh my god, for that I thought we were going to talk about frisking. Yeah, no, especially which is not like, people Yeah, especially for like middle-aged women like my mum, and I could be like, do you want to go on your holiday? Oh, the Karen department. Yeah, and they're just like it's the only thing they have to look forward to in the year. They're on about the holidays, but um, do you want to go on your holiday or not? You just have that power. <laughs> yeah. Just keep keep you, oh yeah, oh, I love God. thinking about that. It's just, it comes it comes up brilliant images. Somebody, you've got so little power in the world, yes, but I have it right now. That's all that fucking matters, mm. right? Matty asks, should Matt Baxter do a refresh? I'm assuming he means rip the squad apart and pick a load of other players. Well, and I think, well, I think, I think everyone's got to do that. Yeah, now. exactly. It's a null point now, isn't it? Yeah. So it's more it's out of necessity rather than choice. And we, we, we said earlier, you know, we, we we won Europe at the right time. Yeah, definitely. So Absolutely. So, I mean, the thing, yeah. so with with that, I mean, if we look at who we're going to lose, we're going to, so Johnny Hill, we're pretty much guaranteed is going now, if, yeah. unless, all the rumor, unless all the rumours are completely fucking bollocks and yeah. they've come from nowhere and it turns out to be not true, but he's, he's probably off. Sam Skinner's looks like he's going, Hoggy's going to be going. I, I don't know what, where this thing about Jack Noel came from. I'm shooting that yeah, down now. Not, Jack Noel's not going anywhere. Um, fuck's sake. Um, Jack Mourner oh, might be oh, out. By the, way, by the way, some of the comments from people about Jack Noel. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, it's, it's Jack Noel, for Christ's sake. He'd be fucking ashamed of themselves, to be perfectly honest. Because go, let him go. He doesn't. It, it's not, you know, that they're like, oh yeah, he's had too many injuries. Fucking get rid of it. It's, it's, it's Jack Noel, mate. What another thing people need to take into consideration is now a lot of the originals are, are gone. It's only really Ben Moon left. The um, cultural impact of having players like Noel, Cowan, Dickey, and Slade at the club are really important. And that's was bringing me on to exactly what I was. You, 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 we've, we've been in sync tonight. It's been lovely because yeah. um, you, you look at. So we lose. So for example, we lose Hill. We lose Hog, yeah. we lose Skinner. So Skinner's the only homebred one, or Chiefs bred one in that group that would, that yeah. would be lost. I'm not sure about Johnny Gray. I know his contract's during 2022, but I'm not. I'm not until I hear something a little bit more concrete. I'm just we'll forget Johnny Gray. Come on, mate. You, but, you, surely we're keeping one of those three. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Gray's contracted. I've not heard any chat about him wanting to go back to Glasgow. Despite basically a lot of these rumours, don't forget from Ruck.co.uk, and they're they are not exactly Schmuck, a reliable form. Schmuck.co.uk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fucking shit. I mean, the, the the Hill and Skinner thing was in the Telegraph, so that's that's a classic case of no smoke without fire, right? Mm. Well, um, but, anyway, but anyway, so we've got Slade, Noel, Dicky, the Simmons boys. You know. There's a good crop of homegrown, yeah, Exeter born. I say B O R N E, not born in the city. Um, players they've come up from the academy, they're going to be claiming academy credits. They're all well, four of the, that five are England internationals, so they're going to be getting the England money as well. It's not going to be once the once the dust settles, we're going to look at who we've still got and be like, actually, we're not that bad off here. No, I, I think as well is. If you look at people's personal circumstances, yeah, definitely. Because you know, if you've got a family and they're settled, yeah, then absolutely, it's going to make a decision. Makes a decision yep. on most of my, you know, most of the decisions I make in my life are, are, will all be around my family. But if you're a, if you're a young single player, 
fucking chase the money. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. Why, yeah, wouldn't I mean, why, why wouldn't you go and play for a fucking Toulon or somebody if they well, want you? Yeah. Um, Haskell did it, didn't he? He went to Japan, yeah. went to uh, New Zealand, he went to France. That, like, when you're young and single, go and do that. Yeah, then, what, an what an experience. Yeah, if you have a settled family, yeah, okay, you're going to make different decisions with, within reason because actually, you know, moving clubs sometimes better than W and O, right? Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that, and that comes back to the moving within the Premiership thing. I mean, moving yeah. from like Matt Banahan did when he left, finally left Bath and went to Gloucester. It's not a million miles away, is it? So it's not but, really yeah, going to affect anything. Yeah, but he was jettisoned. Like Bath just like pinned him, didn't they? <laughs> no, I still don't get that decision. I mean, he's like, I still didn't get that from just yeah. even from from the what Banahan meant to the club position. But but this, yes, but this is how brain dead. This is what I'm saying. It's like you have to look at the value of players, like it, like to the no, side. No, 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 I, I, I know that, but I'm I'm thinking yeah. that surely he would do trying he'd be someone you want to get into the coaching setup. You know, he's been a very right. experienced player. He's been around a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And they just suddenly just oh fuck off to Gloucester. Oh thanks, thanks lads. The last ten years met loads, loads then, yeah. Yeah, that's fuck off, Matt. Bath for you. That's Bath, yeah. 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 yeah New yeah. coach inbound. Bet that won't help. Um, I can't read my own handwriting there. I'm going to come back to that one. Uh, right. Fiona, I'll, I'll scribble it because I was running out of time. Uh, Fiona, how do we get back to winning ways? Uh, winning, uh, scoring more points than the other teams. Uh, I think we need to evolve a little bit and maybe add some. Yeah. I'd say add add a new coach in a certain role in the club just yeah. to freshen things up a bit, maybe. And yes, yeah. we just need to we just need to evolve our game a little bit more, which we yeah, haven't well, need, we haven't needed to, have we? For well, exactly. I mean, when over the last what previous four seasons, we were the only team that were really doing the, the things that took us to championships and European. Wins. Yeah, it was a for, a forwards heavy game, but it was fast and it was, you know, the pick and goes were so quick that teams didn't have time to defend uh, to reset. Now, yeah, obviously, the, the rules have changed. Yeah, and we've not caught up with that yet. Yeah, but we got so good at it. They, it's like they changed the rules to slow us up. down. Yeah. Well, so it, um, again, so we, it, yeah, we need to evolve. Simple. Yeah, exactly, and and we will. Every club does, and every club, and every club, and every international team goes through this. Yeah, we all go through peaks and troughs. The only difference now is everyone's going to be troughing at the same time because we're offloading players, uh, yeah. right? So, the, Alexis, now <laughs> she says, "Do you think this we can get a new one. coach?" Sorry, yes, yeah, so, uh, there's one more after this. There's one right. more after this. Alexis has asked, "Do you think we need to get a new chant?" And she referred to me as flats in uh, the Facebook group, which I'm quite, yeah. I, I, I'm, not, I'm okay with that. I don't mind that. Exactly. Um, but you tried to start one, right? And then everyone just sort of fucked you off. Um, to be honest with you, if you go to an away game and everyone sings the Ooh, Are We Are Exeter song, never hear it at Chiefs. They never no. hear it at Sandy Park. So, get you know, get that one going a bit more. Would be good. Yeah. Yeah, look, I, I, there's, loads I've, there's loads I've tried over the years. People just don't... People are like, eh, this is not, this is not football. Mm, you know, all that shit. We could have a right half. You need, with the, you need with to have a group of you together to do that. Well, maybe that's a secret. Maybe we should, we should do that. The best, the best chant we ever had from the East Terrace was when Monier came over and everyone started chanting, we want flats. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was um, great. But yeah, uh, we, need to be, we need to be, look, guys, you're listening. Let's be more imaginative. 
if anyone's got an idea for a chant, because we said about this before, if we get one, we'll, 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 just, we'll just go for it. We'll all group together at, at the game and we'll just go for it. We don't, we don't, you know, we don't need the Tom Walker chant. We can come up with new ones. Guys, if, you, if you've been round us at the Montpellier game, we have got no concern about making ourselves like a, a bunch of dicks talking during it, like chanting and during, talking during a game. Some of the stuff we were coming out with was physically making people uncomfortable and it was yeah. great. Yeah. Um, like that poor, poor kid and his dad in front of us <laughs> talking about hearing a certain thing that I can't oh, say. No, 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 no. Don't move on. <laughs> Not forgetting that ever. Yeah. Uh, right. And the last question of the night is Brian's got basically, have we got the excuses ready for the Bristol Bears game? I'm not worried about the Bristol Bear game. That's in 2022. That's literally next year. I don't, yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm not so sure where any of us are going to be there anyway. So, um, yeah, well, ain't that the fucking truth? Yeah. Oh, what, 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 what a point to finish on. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, um, it's not the end of the world. We're not going to finish on that. We're going to have one last rendition of the uh, fairly annoying now Christmas song. Oh. Half season tickets. This will be the last you ever hear of it. Unless <laughs> anyone wants to send me an, a new outro. Be my guest. Anything to well, say? Not at all. But anyway, thanks very much for listening, guys. Have a very Merry Christmas, a very Happy New Year. We will be, we'll speak to you on the other side of the New Year's Day game against Bristol. Chin up. It ain't all that bad. And besides, it's Christmas. Yay. Hot season tickets. Hot season tickets. tickets. Hot season tickets. Hot season tickets. Pop season tickets, 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 Tickets.